I'm going to come to you first. Hot space. How would you? How would you sort of start things off with 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 the album? Um. Yeah. You know, like like a lot of Queen fans. You know, uh, this is an album that I, you know, didn't really give much attention to. Um. If you'd asked me before I started doing this podcast about hot space, I would have said, yeah, under pressure, last palabras de amour. Um. And that's probably about it, really. Um, the, the only tracks I'd really liked on it, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I, I haven't given it a listen. It's it's not the complete and utter disaster that, that it's painted as. Um, having said that, there's a lot of problems, with it, you know, that I've got with, you know, with this album. In particular, the, the funk, black, disco, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, songs. Um, just because they did it better on like the game and you know uh, mm-hmm. on jazz with, with fun it they, they just did it better before so um, and then you know the, you know the, the rest of the album is is a fairly straight kind of pop pop stuff you know um, yeah. and, there, and there's some good stuff in there that, I, that I've, I've discovered you know so you know a bit a bit like uh, a bit like jazz or, you know, ha- having given it a bit of time, uh, it's not as bad as what I thought it was. Um, but at the same time, you know, if I had a choice of what Queen album wanted to listen to, uh, it probably wouldn't be Hot Space. You know, that's yeah. that's about the best I could say about it, really. Yeah, I mean, I think um, just something you, you sort of mentioned, you know, like, the, you, know, you know, probably half of it's kind of just like a pot slash rock album you know and, and I think that's probably one of the misconceptions about Hot Space you, you know if you hadn't heard the album you'd think it was wall to wall really bad disco you know from track 1 to track 11 and uh, and I think as we discuss the tracks you'll, you'll realise that's not the case and if you know the album well you'll know that's not the case either Joe I'm going to come to you um, anything, anything to add into the mix here with, uh, with uh, the sound of the album and what it, what it means to you I suppose I'm just going to say that you know what everybody's probably expecting you know when this was was never one of my favourite Queen records. Um, that's you know I think that would any proper Queen fan would probably agree. Even if you weren't a proper Queen fan and you heard this, you would maybe mm-hmm. think some of the tracks were extremely dodgy. Um, but again, um, again, I uh, I actually I like I like probably about half of this album a lot. Uh, I think a lot of these songs are are. Uh, what am I trying to say here? Is a disservice to a lot of these songs because of the instrument, the instrument choices that they used. Yeah. Not necessarily, so, not necessarily the songs themselves. We'll get into that more in depth. I think that, like I said, I think there's only really, there's only really three songs on this record for me that just don't, don't would not belong in a Queen album. But the, the other ones, if changed the instrumentation, just something as simple as that, you know, re, re, did it with uh, the traditional guitar, you know, bass and proper live drums. Um, the song, I think the, the songs in this that would have been, people would probably would maybe ha- have a totally different opinion on. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's um, a lot of this record isn't, it doesn't rest all completely on bad songwriting as such. I think it's just bad instrument choices for certain songs and obviously very dated production. Uh, I think that that's something that, you know, I even think when this came out, it probably sounded pretty shit. Um, you know, some of the synth sounds and stuff, you know, very yeah. they, they just don't age well. Do you know what I mean? I don't even think, at, like I said, I don't think at the time when this came out, it would have been particularly, it would have particularly sounded great at the time compared to other acts that were doing similar stuff, you know, like Shaka Khan and Sheik yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, their, yeah. their shit sounded way, way better. From a production point, it was so, authentic. But, yeah, yeah. Aye, yeah. aye, exactly. It was authentic, yeah. you know. But I mean, I under, I, without getting too much in it, I understand. Understand why 
it, it, get, it got the kick in there it did you know I'm trying like you said David I try to put myself into the mindset of a Queen fan at the time and obviously you know anybody obviously hasn't heard the game uh, podcast yet will uh, you'll obviously hear this and you'll know how much we loved that album collectively uh, and I think coming from that you know uh, you would be like what the fuck is actually going on with these guys you know and, and it, it, yeah. it isn't a surprise to find out that there was uh, you know there was definite um, divisions in the band at this point because it's all over the record but yeah, I don't yeah. think it's as bad I don't I genuinely don't think it's as bad as it gets you know it gets credit for being yeah I'll just pick up here and then uh, I I, I th- I think it's forgivable. You know, some people are looking at this album and saying it's that's unforgivable. Why did they? Oh. And 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 you know, maybe there's a bit of a hypocrite coming out in me because I, I really went for the throat on jazz. You know, and on this one, I'm probably going to be more defensive. I think it's probably because the album maybe gets overly slated as being completely redundant. It's not completely that's redundant. There's, there's good music on this this album, and I think because jazz. You know, it was, it was a problematic album for a lot of Queen fans, but it was never slated. It was never absolutely, you know, confined to the to the you know the bin. And if I had been, I would probably be defending jazz on the jazz podcast more than you know. Yep, so yep. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. There's contradictions here, and, and I'm a bit all over the place. But I feel I'm maybe we're going to be defending this a little bit more. But the boot will begin in when it, when it deserves to as well. But um, uh, is it a terrible album? No, it's not. Is it a good album? No, I don't. I, I personally don't think it's no. a good album. Uh, but it's not a bad. It's not all bad. You know, it's it's kind of one of these. Okay, it's, it, it is what it is. It's almost one yep. of these ones. It's it's all right. It's yep. an all right album. Yeah, and know? I think it'd have been hard to accept. Like you always go back to, it, it'd be hard to accept at the time. Oh you yeah, know, what came previous? One hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but in hindsight, I totally agree with you. I mean, go back. Yeah. I'm on biased view. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um. And if I'm being brutally honest, do I think the album was a mistake or the, the direction they tried to pull half the tracks in? Yeah, it was. It was a mistake, but that's part of a creative process. It's part of being in a band. You make mistakes. And and I think the whole, um, you know, as we're going to talk about later, as, as we mentioned, it's owning that mistake and owning that failure and owning that that, that seems to be a, have been a problem for Queen like later years, you know, and owning that, you know, that... Um, yeah. Owning the failure, if you want to call it that. So, but we'll get to that later. Um, I think just at times on the album, there's certain tracks where you would have thought the tongue was in the cheek, but I think sadly it's not. And I think hmm. because of that, it makes some of the stuff sound even more tragic, you know. And um, this album, without doubt, has got some some of Queen's worst moments. And don't get me wrong, there's, there's stuff like later on, you know that that. <laughs> that that you know it could easily be just as bad as some of the things we're going to discuss on this. So um, actually worse. Yeah, in some <laughs> yeah. cases it is. Joe, you're right. You're right. In some cases it is worse. The works. What's what's the deal? Um, yeah. So uh, this album would have just come out round about the time when I was getting into Queen. Um, so it was the first kind of current Queen album um, that you know for for me really. Um, it's a great, it's a it's a great album. Um, it's a do you, do you want to call it a return to form? I guess you could um, yeah, after yeah. Hot Space. Um, certainly, they they needed a break and they needed to think about whether they wanted to keep going because the last album that you know there was. There was alarm bells ringing, I think, um, where you know certain band members didn't <laughs> were virtually non-existent, you know. Um, so, uh, that, uh, yeah, a pretty important album um, in terms of getting them getting themselves back on track and deciding whether they wanted to continue or not. You know, probably, you know, maybe they had, maybe they had these kind of discussions, um, but certainly. Yeah, there's there's some absolute great tracks on here, uh, and there's two two of these songs are, in, in my opinion, uh, two of the greatest things they ever did. Um, and interesting. And there's one song um, that's probably one of the worst things they ever did, but we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a great album, but let it down in a lot of ways the the production. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that too. Yeah. Okay, 
Interesting. Joe, um, Paul's calling it a great album. It's a great album for you? Mm, no. No for me. No, it's not a great album. But what I will say is, uh, I've mentioned my brother in this podcast before. You know, he's like, um, he's, I think he's a year older than Paul. He's, he's a fair bit older than me. Um, he ruined, absolutely ruined this album for me. He ruined this album for me and he ruined A Kind of Magic for me as well. Because... I don't know what it was, what it was about these two records, but he, he was mad into this record, and it was constantly played. And uh, for that reason, it just always put a kind of a negative spin on it for me. I just like like we spoke about uh, "Don't Stop Me Now" being played all the time. It, it does; it has an effect on you. You just think, get stop fucking playing mm-hmm. this this record. Um, but again, this was never a, a because of that. This was an album that I very probably one of the least played queen records for me as a whole you know the songs on it obviously that I, I enjoyed and stuff on their own but not a record that i would have you know i'm going to go and listen to queen i'm going to go and put the works on but saying that doing obviously doing the podcast and going back now you know and being more reflective on it and having that 30 year hiatus where i don't have my brother blasting it into my ears <laughs> uh, every single day um i think it's a good album um, I think it's a, it's a lot it's got a lot more going on in it musically than I gave it credit for you know if you had asked me about it um, uh, you know six months ago I'd have just went oh, the works is quite a vapid album it, to me it's quite empty it doesn't really have much going on but in actual fact it, it, there's a lot of these tracks actually have got quite a bit of you know instrumentation going on probably you might even say it's probably their most uh I wouldn't say experiment. Well, experimental, uh, yes, because there's different types of music. But I would say, as a musicianship, there's some there's actually some complex writing on this. Uh, you know, compositions and stuff like that that are maybe maybe uh, glazed over by the fact that you know, on the surface they're very hook laden, but underneath yeah. they're, they're mm-hmm. you know the things like yep. that. But yeah, it's been a, I've totally rediscovered this album, um, and I think I do agree with you guys. I have I have some issues with the production, but I think it still sounds way better than Hot Space Man. So like production wise, um, so so that's a bonus. You know, if I was a fan at the time and this record came out, I'd be like, yes, there's a there's yeah. a bass there's a bass on this record. Yeah, there's a, there's a low end. And uh, and even the, even the synth the, the synth synth sounds uh, absolutely they're all great. They're absolutely. I using a different machine that um, Yamaha something. As, and I think it's as I remember what it was. Is it maybe down to Fred Mandel, you know, getting a proper keyboard player in? Right. Well, there you go. There's that whole, there's yeah. that whole thing of, you know, yeah. what we spoke about on Hot Space, you know, Queen maybe being a wee bit taken too much on themselves, you know, when they yeah. could have, like, mm-hmm. brought, brought somebody in if they were going to tackle a genre, um, you know, that they weren't too sure of, like, the, maybe the funk thing, you know, they thought they did it once and thought, oh, well, we must be masters of this, so we'll just do everything and made a complete arse of it or, or, on, a lot of the, on a lot of the tracks on Hot Space. But, yeah, I've, I've spoken enough about it. What do you think, David? Um, okay, you know, as usual, you know, it's, it's pretty much in line with you guys, um, mostly. Um, I don't think it's without its flaws. I don't think it's a great album. I think it's a it's a good album. It's a decent album. Um, yeah. Uh, it's absolutely without doubt a move back in the right direction for them. Um, I think it's a it's an actual it's an absolute solidification on Queen turning into a more hit based band, you know, because you, you had you had the game which was the sort of turning point from that point of view, but still it retained its integrity. Whereas Hot Space was just a, a fuck up, really. So really, where were they going to go after that? They only really had the, the game, and then this kind of you know, mistake that was the hot space. Where did they go next? Did they actually try and capture the seventies vibe again, or did they? Did they? But they they solidified that. They said, right, okay, you know, this is this is more simpler in terms of arrangement. And so I think this is the first album that you say, right, this is the band Queen are now. Um, as I would hear it, um, I think there's moments of brilliance on this album. Absolutely, um, some duller moments too. This we'll get into when we talk about the tracks. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything much more than that. Other than I agree with you, gents. It's it's a it's an album I'm actually looking forward to talking about because I think there's a lot, probably a lot more to discuss in it than I would have thought originally. I, I agree with Joe on this one. I haven't uh, haven't listened to it again for the podcast. So 
yeah, looking forward to getting, getting into it. Here we are, born to be kings. Paul, sum the album up in a sentence. It's a interesting mess. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. Joe, anything, anything to... Let me just sum this up. <sighs> Probably that just that side. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. it. No, that's, that's a miracle, surely. No, um, <laughs> the miracle won't even get a response. Um, <laughs> uh, you just hear a toilet flushing. <laughs> I, I'll say this is. I said it earlier. This is the most lopsided album I've ever heard because the highs are the highest and the lows are the lowest, man. And it is, you know, and it's weird because you think you would try and focus more on the the positives because the positives are so strong. But Snide stuff is utter Snide, and it, and it really does put a massive dent in this record, and that is criminal because great stuff's amazing on it, man. And it's just like, and it's just it's just kicked clean in the balls by you know by some complete shiters. That's my. <laughs> That was, de- that was definitely a collection of sentences well done. Sorry, mate. Aye, aye. That was off the AC. All right, then. All right, then. On the works, wheels are back in the tracks. Yeah. And I'm not completely off the tracks on this, but you just think you can have built on the works and you have me mm. quite managed aye, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Joe, I'm going to come to you. Just if you can sum up the album in about a minute for me, that'd be good. On in the way you see it, this this album for me is hands down the worst Queen album. There's this, there's there's no a doubt in my mind about that, and it's because it's. So devoid of passion, devoid of depth. There's zero depth in this album. I mean, it's all surface. You know, well, obviously, you know, was it all worth it? We've discussed that. That's got some heart. A few other tracks have got some heart, but just it's just very, very polished. Very, it's just it's just so uncohesive it's unbelievable it's just like i know queen have always pulled in different directions but there's always been some sort of link whether it be an emotional link or just or just just the fact that the songs were great that even though they're all different types of songs in that respect this album fails 100 percent. i mean we kind of put the boot into a kind of magic but kind of magic's like bloody news of the world next to this do you know what i mean um I don't want to waffle on too much, but yeah, it's just like I'm so happy that you know Freddie lived to to do do innuendo, and innuendo does have its flaws. It does. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't. It's a classic. It's classic from start to finish. There's actually a couple of tracks on that album that I just genuinely don't like, and that's innuendo. But for the most part, you know, I'm I'm glad that you know Freddie lived on to, to you know to basically you know, go full circle and actually go back to what was what was the core of Queen and, and the, the, the the pure elements of Queen that they captured on a new endo. But again I'm talking about a new endo, but yeah, this album, terrible, terrible album, uh, with, with a handful of tracks that are also very flawed in their own way. Thanks, Joe. <clears throat> Paul. Yeah, this is this is the worst Queen album, um, absolutely. There's no contesting it whatsoever. Um, this is the furthest we've got from Queen, like what Queen sound like or what Queen means to me. This is this is them um, the fur- at the furthest point from where they started. Um, hmm. it, like that satellite that's going to probe the outer reaches of the yeah. solar system. Yeah, you know, it's, it's <laughs> um, probing the toilet. There's the, the, there's <laughs> tracks on here that bear no resemblance to the the band that I, I love. You know, um, and it's you know 
Joe's, Joe, Joe said it, I'm sure you said it as well, David, at some point, you know, thank goodness we got innuendo because this would have been such a downer to get for this band to finish on. Um, I, I can't... And, and and of course, there's no there's no masterpiece on this album at all. Um, that that you know, there's no who wants to work forever. There's no under pressure. There's no uh, radio Gaga mm-hmm. um, to to. I, I wouldn't say save it in any way, but you know, to prove that they are still capable. Yeah, there's not there's not even that on this album. Um, it's just bad and. I, 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 I genuinely um, I think we all need a hug here I I genuinely get upset listening to some of these tracks I, 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 like, I, I hate them I hate them um, mm, aye. And, and I I, I, I can't <laughs> I just can't I can't I can't love myself to say anything really nice about it breakthrough great pop song i want to all great rock metal song uh was it all worth it great song with flaws uh scandal is okay and the rest of it can go and jump the sea uh <laughs> fornicate with itself die <laughs> uh, yeah right Right, on that note then, um, so um, thanks for that, Mr. Rain, Miss Paul, thanks for that. <laughs> and, and Mr. Joe. And Mr. Mr. Joe, it's your new names. <laughs> yours, yours, yours get me imagination, I told you Mr. Joe, <laughs> and then <laughs> Rain, Miss Paul. I would be repeating, repeating what you're saying in, in my summary of it, but what I will say is, it, it was quite obvious to me. I know we normally do a wee bit at the start where we'll sort of say what the album is to us and then we break it down, but we, we kind of didn't quite do that in the last couple, but I always like to get your final thoughts on it, at least. But it it's kind of like what the miracle was, was, was Freddie kind of pushing his illness to the back of his mind or the back of his life, if you want to say that, and just try and make a fun... You know, album and and an, yeah. an album of abandon almost. Yeah, I get to, that. To, yep. to a fault, to a fault, because it's it's actually not turned out a joyous album. I think it probably intended to be, but it, it's it's depressingly unjoyous. Yeah. Um, but then you've get you've got the next album, which to me seems like the realization where Freddie goes, I, yeah. I am actually really close now, and that. Aye, know, it's reflected in the music and the and the lyrics, so that that's the contrast for me with the miracle uh, and innuendo, the next album, obviously, and yeah, it's just like I almost like let's forget about it, let's just kind of you know make the big the big kind of abandoned album, and then the, the album after it is the no, this is real um, kind of album. Aye, that's so, a good way to yeah. put it, mate. Aye, yeah. that's how I yeah. see it as yeah. well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm not going to repeat everything you just said because this is the worst Queen album for me as well. Um, people talk about Hot Space far too much, and they yep, really need totally. to take a listen listen to this album because Hot Space is actually, even in its weaker moments, there's 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 usually some some uh, like I say something that makes you smile at least. You know, like Body yeah, yeah, Lime yeah. or I've got yeah those yeah. songs. I've got I've got a charm. Yep. Yeah, Aye, the songs in this that are bad are just joyless. They're yeah. offensive and and just boring and you know boring. Uh, I boring. Yeah. So so essentially, what we're saying here is we flush this down the toilet and then put loads of domestos in the toilet just to make sure it's completely yeah, yep. killed yeah. off and gone. And then, yep. and then set the toilet <laughs> on fire. Yeah. And then smash it up with a mallet. Yeah. And then, and then, and then a capsule and fire it into space. Aye. Anyway, right. I think we've. I think you've got the point, listeners here. Um, I think you've got the point here. You know that we don't like this album. Yeah, it's a, it's at least collectively our least favourite album. And I think if you ask our favourite Queen albums, favourite top three, top five, that might shift a bit a wee bit. But we're pretty clear on on what we absolutely do not like from Queen, and this is this is one of them.
Innuendo, how, how is it for you? Well, I, I think we, you know, we agreed on the last podcast that um, it, it, it's, we're, we're all pretty happy that it didn't end with the miracle. Um, <laughs> because that, that would have been a shame. That would have been a big shame. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. This album for me is a, a great Queen album. Um, and, and I'll use the word Queen as in the band Everybody. because for the for most of the, the preceding decade they weren't much of a band you know um, if you got two of them in the studio at the same time that, that was a bonus probably um, but that, that the band seemed unified here for the first time in a long time I think um, and uh, it's it's you know it, it is a hearkening back to what Queen are great at, um, and for me it kind of sits round about round about the uh, a night at the opera, day at the races kind of um, era for me in terms of its warmth and uh, humour, and it's got it's got wee you know quirky tracks and all that like opera did you know and. Uh, to a lesser extent, races, um, and and it's got it's got great tracks on it. There's nothing on this album I would would particularly skip or anything like that. Um, I mean, there, there there is stuff on it that's you know um, a bit frivolous and all that, but that's that's what you get between. Um, and I think unlike the last album, the miracle. There's 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 joy in this album and there's there's humour. Um, I think they attempted to be humorous in the last album, but it was so misguided and so so wide of the mark. It was unbelievable. It was you know border on offensive. I think a lot of it. Um, possibly I, I think it was you, David, that touched on the last pod, and and saying that um, you know. You know, maybe maybe Freddie was in a bit of denial. You know, uh, yeah, I'm old, but who cares? <coughs> Excuse me. Let Let's just make a party album type of thing, um, and it didn't really work out. Um, I think in this album, you know, uh, he's obviously accepted that he's not got long, um, and the time, for, you know, the time for bullshit is over. Let's mm-hmm. let's make a let's make a good, great, amazing Queen album, the best we can make. And, you know, maybe maybe round about the works, they they they, they, they were good. They, they, that was the kind of ethos that they had, but certainly <laughs> here it works a lot better. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a great album. It's got joy and warmth, obviously given the circumstances and what we find out, you know, nine months after it comes out, you know, um, there's a greater significance put on all of the tracks. But, um, you know, Brian and Roger, especially, I think, and and their songwriting on this album, they um, they were looking at their own uh, mortality, certainly. I think the whole that everyone was thinking about, you know, life and death and all that, not just Freddie. Um, so, yeah, great. It's a great Queen album, and I'm I'm going to look forward to try not to cry, uh, and try not to swear too much during it. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Paul. Um, yeah, I I think we're going to try and continue with the with the miracle vibe and keep the swearing to a, <laughs> to a very a, a better bare minimum. And I think given the type of album it is, I don't think it'll be it'll be too difficult to, to keep it at bay. So, um, Joel, uh, your thoughts on the on the album, man? I as I I agree with Paul. It's, it's a, again, this is a this is a hard album for me to speak about because you know there's an emotional connection and. Mm-hmm. It's probably the, the first album since any you know seventies material that I have an emotional connection to. You know, I like you know 
like the works and you know I like parts of kind of magic you know and I don't like you know the miracle at all <laughs> but with this record it's uh, it's just Paul said it's very joyous it's weird because I kind of don't feel that it is I don't, that's, not, that's definitely not the vibe I get from innuendo at all and I never have I'm not saying you're wrong there's not I, you know I mean I get why you're saying it and stuff like that I'm just saying how how it feels to me and mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of it, I know this will sound weird, but I think a lot of it's got to do with the artwork as well. Something very, I don't know how to put it into words, it's just something very serious about the artwork. And you know, you know how crap the, the miracle cover was. Very again, the, the, the cover of the miracle didn't reflect anything, it was just a really rubbish image that was just two, four faces put together, you know, and it, it basically suited the music, you know. Whereas this. And it's weird for me to talk about the album artwork, but I think it's the first time I've actually felt because it was a relevant Queen album. I was I was a fan when it came out. I remember looking at it and associating this very very um, classic artwork, if you know what I mean, like yeah, old, yeah. old old really old type artwork and stuff. And it's, it kind of paints a, a picture before you even start listening to the music. And I think given that, it, it gives me always gives me a very um, the word I don't know that the mid the, the innuendos to me is a very haunting album, and I don't and I think it would have even sounded like that even if Freddie hadn't died. I, I don't know, obviously, it probably wouldn't sound like that because Freddie would still be alive, it wouldn't be the same sort of songs. But if I talk sex, if he didn't die, I still have that. That there's a there's a there's a kind of undertone of something's bubbling, you know, the way, like, a David Lynch reference, you know, the way his films portray kind of, like, a normality, but underneath there's a kind of simmering kind of sickness underneath it, like, that's his kind of thing. This album's almost like that for me, it's like, even the, the songs that are, like, kind of, almost kind of, you know, like, like I go, I'm going slightly mad, you know, you could look at it as a quirky song, I, I don't feel it like that at all, I feel it's a very dark song, that's just me, and I think this whole record sums that up for me, it's very... It's just it just seems like a dark album, uh, but a very very good album. And I agree with Paul. I do think there's one or two tracks, one one definitely, you know. But I think once we get speaking about it, I, I think that'll be obvious, and that'll probably be the same track we're probably talking about. But for the most part, it's it's a very strong album and a very unique vibe. Just a very it's it's got a unique vibe the whole the whole record and. I totally agree with Paul with it as a very akin and similar to the vibe of A Night of the Opera for me, mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of it's it's kind of scathing as well in, in parts, the way A Night of the Opera was. Mm-hmm. The Queen never really had any scathing stuff. Obviously, Death and Two Legs was very, so again, that sort of, there's a bitterness there. There's a, there's a bit of bitterness in this record as well. And I think it's somehow weaved in to the, to, the fabric of all the songs, it's kind of strange. Hard to, I'm probably talking shit, but that's how I, I see it. But yeah, a, a great album and an absolute breath of fresh air from the, the absolute banality of the miracle, you know, where it had no feeling. This album's the complete opposite of that. This is this is drenched in, in feeling, this album. Even even some of the more lackluster tracks on it, I've still got some heart behind them, even if I don't particularly think the songs are great. So that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to repeat what you both have said, but I agree with most of what you've said. Um, it's the best album since the 70s, without a doubt. There's there's no no contest for me. Um, I, th- I think it's better than the game as well. Um, the I, would, I would go with that, yeah. The game's, the game, I mean, the game's great, not that, you know, don't get me wrong, but I think I would, I would take this over the game even. Um, but... Um, this yeah, this is one of my favourite Queen albums. This is this isn't my top five. I don't know where it sits, and as I've said a million times before, I don't know in what order I would put all the albums in, but it's definitely in top five for me. Um, it's you, you know we talk, you know you guys mentioned the miracle a wee bit there, and I, I don't want to kind of labour the point about the miracle because we've talked it talked about it. Um, the previous pod, but it felt it feels like on this album I've grown up. Mm-hmm. I know they were in their forties at this time, but, but sure. it feels it feels like they've grown up. They, they got, serious. Yeah, they got a bit childish on the last album. 
um, and lost focus completely. Such an impersonal album, whereas this album is very personal. Mm-hmm. I feel things when I listen to these songs. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, I feel things when I listen to the last, <laughs> but it was mostly anger on the last album. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I feel not, but not a positive anger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not a kind of yeah, just a aye, just, no, just raging. Aye, it's, no, it's, it's not listening to Slayer and being like, yeah, it's just yes, like take it, it's like it's like getting us off, this is crap. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to this, yeah, the, the, you know, I feel I connect with it. I connect with oh, you know, almost every single song in this album in mm-hmm. some way or, or, you know, or other, which is just Oh, it's just amazing when you compare it to what we, we had before. Um, the I, I like the shift in production. It's still David Richards, mm-hmm. but the production on the album has been kind of almost... You, we, where the Miracle was very glossy and very, very, very polished. Good sounding album, don't get me wrong, we, we talked about that. But this has been, I think, some of the, some of the sparkle, sparkliness has been just... You know, shaved off a little bit to give it a little bit more of a warmer vibe. You know, and a, a bit more a, of a band vibe, a band vibe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, almost like a live vibe. And yeah. I know that's what the band said about this album. They said they did go in and record most of these tracks live and just overdubbed and and did it that way. So that kind of makes a lot of sense when you listen to it. Um, so many highlights on this album. You know, there's 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 a lot of big big moments on this album mm-hmm. that we've not had for a, you know a wee while, um, and uh, I'd, I'm just really looking forward to getting in and, and talking about it. Um, it's 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 a big album for me because obviously, you know, you get those albums in your life and when things are happening in your life and they mean something to you. Well, obviously, the backdrop are you know ha- having this album and and what was going on with Freddie, you're feeling something's up. It's it's all it's it's all kind of coming together, and you you know it kind of stands out for that for that reason, as well. So yeah, um, anything more I say would be just be repeating what you guys have said about it. So um, one last thing I would say, sorry, is the what I really like is the use of synths on this album. Not yep. don't get it, they don't get it completely right on every single song, but the use of synths on this album is so much better than anything. Since maybe Flash, it's darker. You know, the sounds yeah, of chosen are darker sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's and it, even the orchestral kind of things they did at points. Uh, I wouldn't be wanting orchestra. I'm quite happy with what they've done mm-hmm. with the synths. So that's a that's a big shift for me. I think it's uh, not as loud in the mix for me as well. They're not like, like in, the, in the miracle. The synth parts are horribly loud, and yeah. they're, they're kind of in the mix. They sit better in the mix here. More, more like texture and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Joe, I'm going to come to you first. Could you give us, obviously, your initial, your initial summary of Made in Heaven? Uh, this is um, obviously... Um, a difficult one. Um, I'll speak for myself here. Um, I really don't know what to make of this, even after listening to it um, for this podcast. I'm still as confused, if not more confused, <laughs> than I have been since its release, um, like 26 years ago, uh, or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but I, I really don't know what this is <laughs> <laughs> good start good start <laughs> okay joe no thanks for that getting it started um there's going to be lots of discussion around this album i think um, when we actually get into it um paul do you want to do you want to pick up there well there's the, there's two ways of of maybe approaching this um one way would be just to disregard um, it being Queen's 15th studio album and just look at it as an, an odds and sods album, you know, just compiled and touched up and all that type of stuff. Or, or you can look at it as being Queen's 15th studio album. And if indeed it is Queen's 15th studio album, then it's the worst album they ever did. For okay. me, it's worse than the miracle. 
All right, that's so, interesting. Okay, so if we consider it a Queen Studio album, yes, worse than America. Okay, All but right. but I'll, I'll caveat that by saying I don't consider it to be a, a studio album. Yeah, album. yeah. But but if, if you you hold a gun in my head and you said this is a a Queen Studio album, I would say, well, Mister Gunman, it's the shoot me, Aye, and shoot me now. So I don't have to listen to it again. So, um, well, I was going to ask you at the end of the podcast if this was uh, better than the miracle or worse, but you've kind of just sorry, you've ruined that for me. You bastard! Jesus, well, well, <laughs> you bastard! Press stop. And we'll start again and we'll rewind you, and you bastard! Yeah. I've been planning this for months. <laughs> Do you know what? But that's that's kind of sorry, David. Sorry. Oh, you're all right, Joe. Yeah. Just came back to you, obviously because my summary of the album is extremely rubbish. Um, at the start there, but I've I've got to agree with Paul, and uh, uh, that's why I was saying that I don't know where how he actually even approached this record because obviously mm. I'm trying to approach it as what most people consider it to be the the last studio album that Queen ever did, and yeah. if you do that, I actually can't articulate anything about this. Mm. Yeah, it makes any sort of sense to me. I don't know if that makes sense to you too, but no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's ex- very hard. It's, aye, it's extremely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that extremely confusing album. Yeah, and confusing, yeah, yeah, confusing yeah. because I don't know how to yeah. even uh, approach it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That. That's. Uh, that's. You know. I know we're going to get deeper into the tracks. Um. I wasn't sure how deep you guys were going to go. Um. Initially, with your thoughts on it. So I think it'll become. You know, more evident as we as we get through the tracks, but. I'll just give my initial thoughts on it um, and I guess a bit of background to how I heard the album and all the rest of it. I I bought this album in 1995, but I didn't buy it on the day of its release. Uh, I kind of resisted it for all the reasons that we're probably going to discuss um, because when I saw the track listing, I thought, wait a minute, there's five of these tracks that have already existed in other forms. So right away, I was like, "Mm, why yeah, why? Mm-hmm. You know, this talk of all this material that Freddie had recorded before, you know, before he passed away. Um, and then you look at it and think, oh, clearly there wasn't that much then um, mm-hmm. to pull from. So it was a bit like, oh, as much as I knew, you know, there would be stuff on it that I hadn't heard before and and, and would have been vocals from Freddie post-innuendo, I just resisted it, you know, and I just didn't, I wasn't interested. But then inevitably the curiosity got the better of me so i did buy the buy the vinyl of it you know and i, I was you know been listening to that as well as on spotify a few times i think i've listened to this album about four or five times for the podcast um You're a brave man <laughs> probably yeah. more than i've listened to it in my entire life you know <laughs> it's more no, than i've listened to it in my entire life <laughs> yeah well it's no this is the thing i say that in jest because oddly enough when i did listen to it again recently i must have listened to it a lot more back then and I remembered because I, a lot of the things were just coming back immediately to me so there must have been a period when I was listening to this album you know just trying to trying to get something out of it so um, you know but it's always been a problematic album for me um, I don't consider it Queen's 15th studio album the same as you guys um, it's I've been kind of yo-yoing between different feelings for this album um, on a kind of emotional level and on a critical level you know how to criticize it how to actually feel about it mm-hmm. it's been yep. kind of yeah it's, i've been going all over the place a wee bit with it but my feelings for it have kind of always been coming back to fundamentally what i always thought about it so i always find myself going back to that initial feeling that i've, I've, well, yep. that I've always had for it or most of most of the time i've had for it i think the album does have some good moments um i would say it's got an, one excellent moment so it's not a complete write-off musically. Um, I don't think that. I think there's there's things on this that I do like and I, I would like to hear again and I probably will return to. But when I right. speak about this album, I think, and you guys are probably the same, I'll need to make sure I keep my emotions in check because I don't want to be just ranting about things and I want to be constructive. I mean, Joe was talking offline here before we start press record and he was saying some, something similar and I think Paul was the same. It's just we're trying to... We will try our best to be, um, you know, we don't want it just to turn into a rant because I think a lot of people out there, as Joe, Joe could I mentioned, might be thinking that's what this is going to be. And uh, you might be surprised. I don't think it will necessarily be that. But I think at times I'll 
you know, I'll certainly try and be coherent, but at times I don't think I will. It'll probably just mm-hmm. be very raw, <laughs> raw kind of like words and emotions and stuff like that. I so I, so when I speak about this, I might sound a wee bit cynical at times. I'll be honest. I think this album is a cynical album. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be controversial. That's just how I feel about it. I mean, mm-hmm. start 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 from the beginning. Start the name of the album is Made in Heaven. How on the nose is that? You know, I mean, it's like, you know, okay, you've got the track Made in Heaven, which is the song of the Freddy song, which is on this reworked. And that's that stands on its own. That's that means what it means to that song. But the album is called Made in Heaven, and the album title means something completely different. And I'm not gonna go into it because you know exactly what it why it's called Made in Heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of already before you even put the needle on the vinyl, it's playing to your sentiment, yeah. sentimentality. Yeah. You, you are know, being, you're being manipulated. Manipulated, one hundred percent. Yeah. So this album, I think, that was the next point I was going to raise. This album is from start to finish. Few moments, I would say, no, they're legitimate. There are a few moments on this I do feel are legitimate moments, but this does feel like a manipulation from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even 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 when you think about, so you've got Made in Heaven, the song, obviously the Freddie song. So the word Heaven, Heaven for everyone. Yeah. Let me live. My life has been saved. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all about life and debt, heaven and love yeah. and yeah, too much love will kill you. There's yeah. lots about about mortality and 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 you know heaven and you know there's so there's definitely I don't care how cynical this sounds. There's definitely been a, an engineering of people's feelings and you know mm-hmm. um, um, as they yeah. listen to this. So there's definitely been a manipulation, and I feel resentful towards that. Um, it's a very sentimental album. And then you talked about Paul. You talked about you know uh, if you consider this a Queen album, if we consider this a Queen album, right? And we we just take a backseat and say, right, you know what? We're going to concede this is a Queen album. This is the fifteenth and last Queen studio album. It's the only album of its kind because mm-hmm. even the worst Queen albums aren't sentimental. No, not yeah. at all. No, no. There's no, there's no, there's absolutely no light and shade in this album, like a Queen, yeah. like a proper yeah. Queen album would have. Yes. There's no. Like yeah, it's all it's very very one dimensional, and it's yeah. like you said, it's mm-hmm. all about pulling on your heartstrings, and yeah. it's all about that. It's the, yeah. like, every single track is pretty much that. Yeah, and and the, the, the tracks, I mean, these are a lot of these tracks are reworks, and any joy that was in the original tracks has been stripped out. Absolutely, you know, absolutely, yep. uh, yeah, hundred percent. I've actually by, got that in my notes by by the instrumentation mainly. Yeah, yeah, because it's sa- it's so saccharine. And sappy, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it almost sounds yeah. like uh, almost sounds like I'm listening to like Disney on Ice a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can see like a princess in, a, in an animated, you know, Disney movie. You know, mm-hmm. singing half of these songs. You know, it's yeah. uh, to, to me, it's just like like you said, David. It's just like it's so it's so crafted to to, to basically hit you in that particular emotion. Um, there's no joy. There's no joy in this album for me at all. And that, like Paul said, the, the songs, that, the, the reworks, I've actually taken any joy out of the original songs, yeah. especially yeah. the Freddie numbers. Um, okay. That's a bad guy, 100%. That's interesting because I think immediately I'll probably not agree with you on those tracks because there's, there's some things that work for me on those tracks, but we'll get to that when we actually talk about the individual tracks. So that's that's cool. that's, that's cool. Right, That'll be, cool that'll be something yeah. interesting already. So, um, uh, I mean, I think even the, like, the overuse of like the callbacks to previous songs, yeah, you know, aye, it's yeah, magic yeah, and, and the shoehorning of these, you know, seven, seven seas arise, and, and you know, so yeah. to me, that doesn't work, it's just irritating. It just reminds me of you know, the end of you know, fun it when they do that bloody, aye, 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 absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was annoying in 1978, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I like, yeah. I, like you said, David, as well, it's like, like you know, Queen were never, were never this week. You know yeah, what I mean? I and if Freddie, yeah. if Freddie, for talking sakes, I think if they compiled this record and, and if Freddie had green lighted this album and obviously had maybe survived to see it, you know, it, it coming to fruition, as in, yeah. you know, he he was beginning to hear the backing tracks. I think even Freddie would have said, "Come on, guys, man, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Come on, where, where's the where's the dynamics here? Yeah, where's the yeah. there's zero dynamics in this record." And so, I think, and I think that that comes back. You know, you're right, Joe, because that that surely comes back to the reason that this album has been an, a manipulation. There's been a, an opus morandi on this album, and that, oh, is to, that is to that is to 
pull on pull on your heartstrings as Absolutely. much as we can possibly do. It'll just rinse it out of you, man. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there are some moments that pull on your heartstrings for legitimate reasons, you yeah, know, absolutely, album, you absolutely. know, so, um, you know, and we'll get to that. It's probably obvious. I mean, the <clears> listeners are, you know, know, know exactly what we're talking about there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not questioning as much as I'm saying that the three guys that made this, because remember John was involved in this as well. It wasn't mm-hmm. just Brian and Brian and yep. uh, Roger. Um, I do think it's again, coming back to the cynical thing and I'm not questioning their grief or what they were going through for those previous four years with you know for Freddie and all that you know I'm not even I'm not going to go there and say that they, that they thought oh brilliant yeah we can cash in oh, no, but no, one so. yeah no I, I don't think it was that avert but what I do 100% believe that they had an eye on the sales of this album you know they, they absolutely did and I think they I, I, just just my final point on it I would say and then I'll, I'll shut up and we'll, we'll start talking about the album but this doesn't feel like an album for Queen fans. This feels like an album for the people that just wanted the, you know, the, the stuff that Freddie did after he, you know, they can I'm almost the, the kind of bandwagon jumpers. Yep, absolutely. You know, I agree with that. Yep. You know, it doesn't feel to me like a it's almost like you know, you're going out with your shopping cart. Oh, there's the new oh, that's that new Queen yeah, album yeah. that they're put Aye, together. Yeah, and they put it in the shopping cart. In Tesco. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what this album feels to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um 100%. so it, it doesn't feel and that might sound snobbish. It might sound elitist. No, and all that I agree. I'm saying, but I it's agree. just, you know, that's that's it's uh, kind of where I. So we've started. Well, I'm, from my point of view, I've started exceptionally negative. But I will come back to the point that there are legitimate moment moments on this for me personally, and I think just for all of us probably, you know. So, but anyway, so um, you 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 guys asked for it. <laughs> This is what you wanted. This is what you're, you're going to get. get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I stole but... I stole that line for one of your new songs, by the way. Did you? Oh, <laughs> cool, man. I, I just stole that, that line, aye. Superb. And a Man <laughs> Mistake song. <laughs> Brilliant. Nice one. 